You're listening to the Geek and Glitter podcast where we talk all things geeky, from fashion to lifestyle. Welcome to episode 46. A little bit of a different episode this week. I am sitting down with two of my favorite people in the world, Savannah Odit and Brian Balance, to talk about their love for Star Wars and their original audio drama, The Adventures of the Zolan Dart. You might know Savannah from the Dorky Diva Show podcast and the Working Diva podcast. She's also appeared on previous episodes of the Geek and Glitter podcast. Brian Balance is an actor, co-host on the Dorky Diva Show, and the creator of the Interesting Podcast. Let's dive in to hear their journey on creating their own Star Wars audio drama. This is essentially a dream come true to have two of my awesome friends on the podcast. Here we have Savannah and Brian. You guys, welcome. We're in the same place together. Hey, yo. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Of course. Welcome. What you guys don't know, listeners, that we've been here for the last 15 minutes just chit-chatting <laughs> when we could have been recording. <laughs> So uh, strap in. You're on. You're in for a long podcast episode. Yeah, yeah. Apologies a at long the front. And wild journey. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry ahead of time, guys. But you know, Wendy asked. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, not yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's what this entire podcast will That's be the like. Title. But you guys, so happy you're here. Um, I can't believe that this is literally the first time I've had you both together. On the this will be the first and last yeah, time. Yeah, there's le- there's <laughs> legal reasons behind that. <laughs> After this, Wendy will be making a note yeah. for herself. Never have the both of them on together That's again. Right. Underline together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you'd be on a list. Just <laughs> These are places we can't go anymore. We have to take turns. <laughs> yeah, it's flagged. Those names are flagged. Yeah, 100%. We can come back, just not together, you know, which is, it's all right. We figured it out over the years. <laughs> we get a little too rambunctious. Yeah. Just a little bit. Plus, we're literally about to talk about our favorite fandom, Star Wars. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's gonna it's gonna you know we're gonna have some moments. But before we dive into all that fun stuff, let the viewers no, they're not the viewers because we're not on camera. Oh thank God! But <gasps> let the listeners <laughs> let the listeners know a little bit about yourself, Savannah. How about we go with you first? Oh man! Right. Um. Hi. You're in the everyone. hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Savannah. <laughs> I have a blog called The Dorky Diva and a podcast called The Dorky Diva Show. Brian is my co-host of that show. We just have the best time over on The Dorky Diva Show. I'm sure we'll talk about that soon. Um, I don't even know what to say about myself. Right? I'm... I'm just I'm just happy to be here, guys. <laughs> you have also more than one podcast. You have the yeah. Working Diva. I do. And well. you recently came on the Working Diva. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. I was so happy to to have you on that show. So the Working Diva is more focused on highlighting um working women and talking about their careers and their career paths and how there is no such thing as a career path. It's my favorite thing to talk about. Um but on the Dorky Diva Show, Brian and I talk about Star Wars. We just have the best time being silly together. Um, we're not here to tell you the latest Star Wars news. We're just here to have a fun time. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and argue with each other. Yeah. <laughs> What's the one thing you guys argue most about? Oh, man. Consistently on the show. Uh, who's right? <laughs> <laughs> have differing opinions on like new star wars yeah. we seem to have very similar opinions on that's true the original trilogy the prequel trilogy but as far as like the sequels and any new content 
that's where we disagree the most. Yeah. Yeah. But we're prequel buds yeah. through and through. Oh, ride or dies. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I, we bond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And also, if you hear a little background noise, every Saturday, I re- I've been recording this podcast, is when the lawn people come. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. It's it's lovely background noise. So just in case you hear, you're like, what is that? Last week, my co-host Nikita was like, hey, is there some sort of interference? <laughs> and I see her sort of the like touch, her, touch your ears. And I was like, it's it's the lawn. It's, it's the lawn guys are here. <laughs> It's it's happening right now. Oh Oh my gosh. And how about let's go to Brian for a little bit of intro. Oh man. You know what? This was the question I was most nervous about because one, (laughs) I don't know. Savannah does this stuff for me. (laughs) Also, she took my answers. (laughs) I mean, I'm on a show called the Dorky Diva Show, guys, um, where stuff like this happens. Um, I don't know. How does this work? Um. Uh, Can I do it for you? Yeah, please. Please. Brian Balance is from Naples, Florida. He is an actor and a podcaster. He co-hosts the Dorky Diva Show with me. He has his own podcast called The Interesting Podcast, which is amazing. He recently released a short film called Blisters that he starred in. He has been doing lots of voice acting projects lately. Uh He directed The Adventures of the Zolan Dart, which is an audio drama that we produced together. Wow. He's just an all-around great person. Mm. He also has a great dog named Kubo. That's true. Who is just the light of the world. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And Brian loves um, Qui-Gon Jinn. So there you go. Boom. See? Well, Brian, that's I give that 10 out of 10. Listen, guys, just get with a PR person. They know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's some. I got you. That's some. I might not have myself, but I got yeah, you. You guys have no idea how much hand holding is involved behind the scenes with stuff like this. <laughs> like what? I don't know if it's hand holding other than like it's, dragging. It's like dragging by the oh, ear, yeah. but I'm trying to be PR here, <laughs> guys. Come on, Brian. This is come not on. a call this for way, help. This, this is not a call for help. Yeah, it's. Yeah, that's me, guys. <laughs> right out the gate. Yeah, I do. Lovely. Yeah, way to go. That's everything, right? I. I can't add. We did it. We did it. Yeah, we did. did. Hi, guys. I'm Brian. (laughs) (laughs) So talk about how did you two meet and how did you both prison decided to. (laughs) 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 To co-host the Dorky Diva show. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just woke up. We still can't figure out exactly. I know when. I know exactly when we met. (sighs) Okay. You tell the story. I don't know the date. Um per se uh it was it was a sunday afternoon um so what happened was we met for 10 seconds at star wars weekends on the last day of the last up. one back up back we up. hadn't that's met, not what i'm talking about we, oh you're talking about met online like with the clone stuff we had been friends on facebook for a while yeah but that wasn't real like you know but we still had to be aware of each I, other i mean yeah we probably added each other because we were in the 501st yeah we had never met i you made clone armor and so i was a fan of hers first for a long time let's just throw this out there because you know the old days of the internet you said this is going to be a long podcast so cool you remember the old days of the internet (laughs) where you just like would google random stuff just to see if it was there you know and so i remember being like okay well all right I, there's no way I'm alone, all right? The Geek and Glitter podcast fandom is wide. Somebody out there feels me. And so I remember finding, I don't remember how, but I remember finding a blog that was called like 
lightsabers and pandas or something like that. And I'm a big oh fan my of gosh, both of those things. Deep cut. Yeah, I know. Wow. I'm old school dorky diva fan. I don't think fan. of that anymore. Listen, <laughs> I, I am OG dorky diva fan. And so I remember finding that website and I was like, oh, cool. Somebody else likes Star Wars out there. And it's a girl. Also cool. So then I followed that blog for a while. And then I was trying to get into the 501st. I was in the Rebel Legion already. And I was making some clone armor. And Savannah is like the clone queen. And so I added her on Facebook. And I was like asking her questions like, oh, how'd you get this seam to do that? Oh, how'd you do this? Follow up. But I wouldn't say like we were friends. You know, you're like a, no, a resource. Friends, but that led to a friendship. It, That's the first that was That was the introduction to each other. Mm -hmm. But then mm -hmm. acquaintances. acquaintances, that's where it was. And so Star Wars Weekends showed up and she posted online that she was giving out these buttons. Still have mine, by the way. And uh, she was like, yeah, I'm the dorky diva. Yeah, and I'm passing out buttons. Oh my God. That's what she sounded like. And I was like, I would like a button, please. <laughs> and it was after the parade and she was meeting at some place. It was in Disney. And we literally met i was like hi i'm brian she's like hi i'm savannah i was like i'd like a button please she goes oh cool here's a button nice to meet you boom 10 second interaction and that was it first time we met got yeah. the button everything and then i had the interesting podcast and i reached out to her and i was like hey would you like to be a guest and she was like eh sure Totes. and uh so she came on the show and over the course of an hour and a half we went from basically strangers to best friends like BFFs. yeah and it's recorded which is pretty cool it's like one of my favorite episodes i'm like hey guys you want to hear two I listen people to it sometimes friends? still do it's you so cool to like listen to that yeah oh look at you it's really cool yeah so that's I love that's that. that's what really like oh th there's something else here was that so we so we became friends on his podcast yeah. and then i had such a great time that i was like he should come on my podcast <laughs> and at that time i had just recently started the dorky diva show i had maybe four episodes you had that. two no i had three i've you, checked because you you had ashley right amy josh and then you yeah you josh ah oh, yeah josh before me okay cool but still yeah two of those still, it was uh, what <laughs> just uh, it was a fresh podcast very and at the time um I didn't know what I wanted the Dorky Diva show to be. I thought it would be more of like an interview-based show. And then as I got into it, I was like, you know what? Not a fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had Brian on. We had a great time. And immediately I was like, huh, I really need a co-host on this show because it's hard to do this by yourself. And I yeah. hate scheduling guests. So if he's just my co-host, I don't have to schedule a guest. It's just him. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. so i invited him like and i thought about this like brian good i vetted you good i i told you to i stalked you to make sure oh, no you and you were still did it a legit person and what I is wrong with it. you You're so <laughs> yeah then i invited him to be kind of like a part-time co-host yeah. so my plan was that he would co-host every other episode and the episodes in between it would mm -hmm. be me and a guest and then i was just like you know what I have way more fun on these episodes with Brian. I'll just have him on all the time. And then it's just been like that ever since. What a boob. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a story. Yeah. How that came isn't about. Isn't so funny, though? It's like, kind of wild to think about, especially as close as we are now to think that it was just like, eh. I feel <laughs> like we've been friends since we were like children. Yeah. That's because we are children when we're near each other. <laughs> 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 Got to rein them in, guys. You really do. Yeah. Rein them in. That's what I mean. You're a brave person, cool, Andy. 
Yeah. No, it, this is great. It's really cool. I live for this. I'm living for this. I can't believe a 10 second in person interaction led to you guys guesting on each other's podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then now this and the chemistry in the friendship it shows too. <laughs> when I listen, I'm cracking up half the time, but I'm not laughing about when you, you know, I'm just laughing about just things that you think are mundane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and people aren't. That's my favorite moments in the podcast. It's the best. Yeah. Oh, it's I, a fun time. It. I just, it's so funny because I feel like my interest in like star wars podcasting in the last year or two it's just been like you know what i don't really want to talk about the latest news i just want to talk with brian about whatever the heck comes up (laughs) and with add you never know you never know (laughs) this is so true the possibilities are endless yeah it's completely endless so you guys actually met up during a star wars weekend yep Mm -hmm. which i never by the way never got to do it's my only one r.i.p it's my only one i get to do yeah it was the best I'm so sad. Maybe, mm. you know what? Maybe they'll bring it back. I don't know. You never never know. say never. Finger, fingers crossed. That's right. You never it's know. Totally possible. Yeah. It's totally possible. Just yeah. make more make more money off of Star Wars. Come on, Disney. That's right. Yeah. There's a lot of people putting that out there right now. A lot of Star Wars Weekends love is happening right now. And I'm feeling like if we just speak it out there more, it's <laughs> yeah. gonna happen. A hundred percent. The powers that be will hear us. That's right. We're yelling. We're screaming. Yes. Mickey Mouse, do it to make it happen. Yeah, right. Wave your yes. magic wand. Wave the hat. That's right. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Wave the lightsaber. Dance, Let's mouse, do dance. this. <laughs> oh, all right. Do our bidding. Yeah. Oh man, that's so you guys, funny that that we what? met for ten seconds there, though, because yeah. I remember that, and I don't remember where I was going. I don't either, but you. Were, I I had something to go to. Yeah, you were so I had busy. To go. You were so busy. I was like, wow, look at her go. Hmm. Was it like a meetup thing, right, that you had planned? No, she, I just no, caught her. I, I did work for her universe oh. at Star Wars Weekends, though. Like, I would work in the store, and I had certain hours, so I may have been needing to, like, head to my little shift at the it store. Breaks gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we met outside. It was, like, the Beauty and the Beast Theater or something. No, oh, I have no idea about that, but... I would remember at, that. It was MGM? It was outside, yeah, it was and MGM. she was headed somewhere. That's what I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was She's speed walking. Yeah. Hey, here's the button. It literally was. Yeah, I always had a fast. mission at Star Wars Weekends. I was yeah. on it. I was always on a mission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to this day, she still kind of is always on a mission. Yeah. Yeah. She, she has less, less phones. Maximize now. your time. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, Talking about batching. Less phones now, but still, still very efficient. Yeah. I can see Savannah with two. I've seen her with two phones. Yeah. I've seen her oh up, up to her three. Yeah. And then and then socialing somebody else's phone and then grabbing someone else's phone to do something else for them. I'm like, how many? You need extra arms? Yeah. What do you need? You, you, need you have two ears. I would love to have Come a third on. arm. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 let's talk about this. Here we go. Do you want a, a third one underneath one you already have? Or do you want a third one coming so. out the front of the back? I think I need oh. one on my left side. That's where really? I, I need the most. Yeah. What if it's just as non-dominant I, as your regular left? My left side, I'm pretty dominant on both. What? Nobody is actually yeah. ambidextrous. There's no way. If you were, <laughs> well. listen, if you were to write your name, would there be a noticeable difference between left? Yes, definitely. Like one definitely. looks but like you. But with other things, I'm pretty good with both. Okay. All right. Like I can use a mouse with my left hand pretty well. Oh, well, oh that's yeah, pretty good. I mean, it's all right. Can you like? Anyways. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about it later. We'll, <laughs> we're we're going to set up a whole video series of this like, isn't our now own your show left hand. Oh, yeah, sorry. There you go. Sorry. Put in your show notes. This is what it's like, guys. If you want to, you know what the Dorky Diva show is like? It's this <laughs> a third arm. Just a little sneak. 
Yeah. I feel like <laughs> yes. I'd want it on my back. That way I can hide it. And also I can Brian, like. Brian, let it go. Sorry. How are you going to wear jackets and stuff? I mean. It's good. You're going to have. It would be, a, it'd have to tuck itself in. But at the same time, imagine if you like have your hands up and then you just have your other hand. <laughs> Why would you need that? That's so not functional. Listen, nobody needs a third <laughs> arm. It's just how creative you're going to get with it. Anyway, sorry, Wendy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's, br- she's bringing up third arms here. Oh my god. I'm actually thinking about where I would want my right? third arm. The, it's got to be the back, right? Where you can hide it. Because if you're no. if you're walking, you have no. it on the side. You're going to have no. this thing here, right? I feel like that would affect the way my clothes fit. Oh yeah, for sure. Wendy, think if you had, think if you had a, another arm. I would want up. it under my right arm. So really, I, you, could be, you could be walking your dog in one hand, holding a phone in your other hand, and with your third you hand, you could be the third the one. or holding a drink or something. flipping people off. Right? Okay. Huh. Ah, see, there you go. I mean, it's, that's still fourth arm. I mean, off. That'd still be kind of. I don't know. I feel like I'd want it to be a little more hidden. But if it's in your back, yeah, you're, you're, they're going to think you're a hunchback. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you can tuck it, you know, like this. This is an audio podcast, so Brian, that's great. all of Wendy's lovely listeners right now are tuning out because yeah, of you. Prob- Listen, I dropped it and you brought it back. Just saying. I did. I did. That was that was actually my I'm- own. Because I was thinking, I am intrigued. <laughs> See? She's intrigued. Again. Anyway. We 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 all don't need to be like having multiple. Oh, look, I I would love honestly either two Wendy's or multiple arms so I can get more work done. Fair in a day. Fair. I I on I honestly would. Yeah, that's fair. But I love that you two met not only you know in within a ten second interaction. Yep. Yep. You also share a love of Star Wars. So uh-huh. my question to you is, before we kind of jump into the other main thing, uh, the main reason why we have you on the show, mm-hmm. talk a little bit about when you realized. I love Star Wars. It's all I ever want to talk about. Uh, it happened with me when I saw the second season of The Clone Wars. And mm. I grew up in a household where Star Wars was on TV all the time because my mom grew up in the 70s and she was like an OG fan. And when she um, had my brother, who was like the firstborn, she roped him into the fandom and he fell in love with Star Wars. And then when I came into the family, it was just like a thing that existed. It was never a time where there was never a time where my mom sat me down and was like, this is star Wars. Like, let's watch this for the first time. It was always just, yeah, that's the movie that's always on TV, you know? So I grew up with the original trilogy as an, as a baby. And then the prequels came out and I was pretty into that. I was very into the, uh, revenge of the Sith. I think I was like nine years old when revenge of the Sith came out. And I remember a lot of like movie promotions happening when that movie came out and it was always like casually a thing that I enjoyed um but it wasn't until I saw the Clone Wars that I was like whoa this rocks and I had actually seen the first season I would watch it with my brother every Saturday morning and it was fine like I sort of enjoyed it and then when the second season came out I was like I don't know like I don't know if I'm gonna keep watching this it's just might not be my thing and he watched the new episode and he called me in the room and he was like, Savannah, there's this new character and I think you're going to love him. Like, you got to come check this out. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll watch it. It was Cad Bane. And so that's what roped me in forever. <laughs> and here I am now, you know, just the spouse of Cad Bane. Yeah. Just this. Yes. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Still love Cad Bane. But that was really um, how. I felt like I was a Star Wars fan and 
pretty soon after that, I discovered like online fandom and forums. And soon after that, it was social media. And I was like, whoa, there are other girls who like this. Like, and they're my age. This is so cool, you know? So, um, yeah, it really all started with the Clone Wars. And it's still, that's my favorite piece of like Star Wars content still to this day. I love that. I literally didn't know that. I just assumed that it was one of the prequel movies or one of the original trilogy movies. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed I all that. those movies, but it was like when I saw Cad Bane, I was like, like mind blown. Who is this guy? Like, I love him. Just so, hard eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> man. Oh, I love him so much. <laughs> and Brian, did, did Cad Bane get you under his spell? You know, sometimes. Sometimes. Depends how I'm feeling. Um, what, what, well, I mean, unsurprisingly, uh, what got me was episode one. Uh, because you know I had the VHSs of the originals, the special editions, and absolutely loved them and whatever. Um, but then episode one came out, and I was eight, eight just before eight years old, and I remember seeing it in theaters. And it was one of those things like, it's crazy. Savannah could tell you I have the worst memory ever, but there's some that stick in there. That's like, all right, this is now a pillar of my mind palace. And uh, episode one is one of those. Because I remember walking out of that and I was like, oh, right, Star Wars Star Wars is mine now. Like, that was when I took ownership of like, oh, I, I'm different. And uh, I mean, it was Qui-Gon. That's what, that's what did it. Because I, I remember it was such a visceral experience because I'm sure I'd seen movies at the time where like people had died before, but I don't think I ever cared about them beforehand. And so I, I distinctly, like I can close my eyes and go back to the movie theater and see when Qui-Gon got stabbed. And it was like a bucket of ice water dropped on me. And I was just like, Whoa. Huh. and I'm like eight. <laughs> oh, no. Like, oh, this is what loss feels like. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where, you know, you come home and you're like, I need lightsabers. I have a younger brother. We're going to fight to the death now. It's just how this works. <laughs> and it, I mean, it was it was all over after episode one. Uh, so that's that's what I never realized me. that you were eight, like when yeah. you, because because mm-hmm. like I said, Revenge of the Sith came out. I was nine years old, and and I was yeah. very into Revenge of the Sith, and I still kind of felt like it was my brother's thing, and like mm-hmm. his friends were really into that, and I wanted to hang out with them, so like I was going to be into it. But sure. I did really enjoy it. I also watched the micro series at the oh, time. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But that's interesting. You were eight, and I was nine. Like that's a close in age kind of yeah. time where you're like, whoa, this is cool. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Interesting podcast. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> You're an actual <laughs> host. Look at you. I'm going to actually take not notes now. Not really. Bring things back. <laughs> Do not. Not a professional. Yeah. <laughs> but look, you you know, you know, share a love in, for Star Wars. You're both podcasters mm-hmm. amongst many, many things you do with all the arms that you have. Yeah. You guys right. have successfully produced a radio drama based in the Star Wars universe inspired by Star Wars called yeah. The Adventures of the Zolan Dart, which I've listened to through, I think, two and a half times i say half because i had to go and walk uh my dog and she hates i'm trying to make it a habit to she hates it (laughs) she hates star wars no she (laughs) star wars is forced on her she has one too many star wars hoodies that she does not need to wear oh navi you will listen again (laughs) you you will listen again no i'm trying to disconnect with any sort of sort of digital things when i'm on on the walk with her it's just so i'm it's also for my benefit yeah for so i can breathe a little bit understandable yeah i don't know if you're shoving you know 
Kubo into the Star Wars universe. Oh, yeah. Like, you will listen. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's in there, I, yeah. I break up action <laughs> figures into his food. Like, it's a it's a process. <laughs> <laughs> what does Rex get in, in, the, in the ways of Star Wars uh, toys mm, and stuff? Well, his name is a Star Wars name, Captain Rex. Well, there Rex. you go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's that. <laughs> we don't put clothes on him or anything. Kind of I feel like he would he's... hate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he would not like that at all. Um, yeah. I mean, really, his name. That's a pretty big one, though. That's all you need. Like, he lives up to need. the name, though. He, you know, he's a good Captain Rex. He's really good at yeah. saluting. He's got the dog. A salute. <laughs> the most handsomest. Yeah. Yes. He is a handsome handsomest boy. boy. He is. He yeah. is. Bigger than Savannah, fun fact. Yeah. He yeah? Boy. He's a big boy. He, he's, he's not heavier than I am, but he is a big boy. He's yeah. almost as heavy as I am. Mm. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. He's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Warrior. We talked you about You say this. that, but your social media makes him look oh, lovely. Man. Just, I want to go up and give him the biggest hug and then get my like hand. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't something. that isn't that the interesting thing about social media? Yeah. 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 Brian yeah. has seen a little bit of it. Yeah. Just oh yeah. Just through like Skype and stuff. I've seen, yeah, I've seen a tyrant. The, <laughs> I've, guys, I've seen behind the curtain. <laughs> you so- I only post the memories I want to remember, which is the the naps and the <laughs> you know, sweet boy side. I don't right. want to remember him clawing my face off. Yeah. If you look really closely, she's actually missing part of her pinky. Um <laughs> That's all. And that's why we all need third arms. That's also why we don't do video <laughs> yeah, exactly. on these things. You're right. <gasps> yeah, exactly. Wow. I'm, you know what? I'm seeing a lot of benefits here for third arms. You, uh, you might have me coming around by the end of this. I think by yeah. the end of the show, we're going to be ready to pop one out. Yeah, yep. I think so. <laughs> didn't even realize. Just activate. You, you, you also get five more fingers. <laughs> so gross, guys. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry for the way we are. I know. <laughs> people listening are going to be like, what happened? What? I was tuning into the Geek and there, Glitter no, podcast, they're, and they're talking about third arms for like an hour. <laughs> I think they know what they're into because Nikita and I get into it too, and then all of a sudden we have to go back to our show notes. What are we talking about again? Oh right, right, show notes. <laughs> but, We're talking about Zolandard. Zolandard, drama. You're right. You you listened to it more than once. That's amazing. You like it? It's lovely. I love it. When I first listened, I was blown away by just the pure quality. And the direction, Christina. Like this is, I can hear this as like a audible original. I can hear it. Yeah. So how did the idea come? Same. This Zolan. Did you one day wake up and say, "Hey, Savannah, let's do a radio drama"? Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Yeah, that's almost exactly what happened. Uh, Can I can I tell part of this story, Brian? Yep. Yep. So. Uh, I guess it was April of 2019, um, Mm -hmm. the Star Wars audio drama Dooku Jedi Lost came out. And I had heard, I think, one fan-made audio drama before, but it had been years since that was, like, in my mind. Um, And I don't read a ton, but I like hearing the different Star Wars stories, and I like consuming that kind of, like, content so when they when Star Wars released this audio drama about Dooku, I was like, oh, I got to listen to this. Like, that's awesome. Listen to it. I enjoyed it a lot. And I was like, this is super cool. And I think Brian had already told me earlier that year, maybe in January, mm-hmm. that he wanted to make an audio drama. And I was like, cool. Like, that sounds neat. And then when I heard the Dooku Jedi Lost one, I was like, we could actually do this. Like, we're capable of doing this. And I can't remember when we officially had that conversation, but it was 
pretty soon after, maybe in like May or June, mm-hmm. when we were like, we're going to do it. And and Brian was like, yeah, I would like to make an audio drama. And I was like, we're going to do it. Like, this is this is it. Like, I'm saying it. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. And from there, he, he wrote a script. And I'll let you speak to that more, Brian. But um, Dooku Jedi Lost was kind of my, like, inspiration. And Brian came up with the story. I can take zero credit for that. <laughs> um, but just the project in general, like, was very excited exciting to me because I love fan films. I love fan-made content. I love fan art. I love all that stuff, but I'm not an artist. I don't have the equipment slash expertise to make a fan film or the money, but audio dramas felt feasible for us because we were podcasters, because Brian is an actor and knows other voice actors. And I was just like, this is something that we could tangibly create within like a realistic realm of possibilities you know like I think if we had started making a fan film probably would have never been finished because of COVID and and I think we would have faced a lot more challenges um and like I said I can't draw so it's not like I'm going to create like a, a comic series um but this felt like something that we could do and yeah Brian wrote the story and it's fantastic because of him and our our uh, sound designer Christina so yeah that's how it, that's how it came to be. She was way more I aggressive. That. I just want to go on record and say that. <laughs> it wasn't like, yeah, we should do this. <laughs> I wanted to do it. Yeah, she I was like, we're doing it. Cuz I, I cuz I yeah, I mentioned it like way early on because for me the Audible Star Wars books are essentially audio dramas cuz there's so much to them. You know, there's music, there's sound effects, there's environments. Like it's a, it's an audio drama that's based on a book. Like it's wild how many layers those things are and so i really like them a lot so around january i was like i think i want to make an audio drama she's like all right cool like she probably wasn't listening and then when dooku jedi lost came out i was like hey i think i want to make an audio drama she was like yes we are absolutely doing it like i thought she was gonna be like "Eh, but she was like more excited than i was about it I was like, she. I was pumped. She was. I started putting together mood boards. Yeah, of like, like that expo. day was like, what do they look like? I was like, who are they? I haven't done characters yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember that day. I remember that day. Sean, my husband, went to go get his haircut, and for some reason, I went with him. I usually never go with him to get his haircut, but um, I sat at the Starbucks next door while he was getting his haircut, and I was on my phone scrolling through Pinterest with a latte and I was like saving images of fan made characters in the Star Wars universe that I were I was like wow this is really cool I don't know anything about these characters but this species is cool this outfit is cool how how can we mash them together you know I was saving pictures of like environments and things like that and immediately could start to like I'm a very visual person so I needed to visualize what this could could be and then Brian went to actually create the characters but we kind of came back to some of those pictures I had originally saved to be like well this is what this main character will look like and this is what the villain will look like and it kind of helped guide the mental picture I needed to create for myself yeah and we, nice. and we set up duties pretty early on as well I was like listen I'm terrible at this visual stuff I'm pretty sure I can write a halfway decent story we'll see what happens so you're in charge of how they look a hundred percent I don't don't ask me what they're wearing because I don't know that's your department and anytime someone's like oh what do they look like I was like ask Savannah she'll tell you yeah <laughs> and fashion designing time yeah pretty much it's like mood boards and so like yes <laughs> we like that first day we kind of hashed out 
what it kind of what it was going to be like in a conversation and i i kind of went and i like, was immediately like i cannot wait to tell everybody about this yeah and, and i was, Brian like, was like no we're telling <laughs> no one anything about it which i'm sure we'll get to uh but it, yeah it was one of those things like i'm a massive D D fan so i pretty much just made the characters like a D D thing i was like all right race class backstory race class backstory for every character i was like all right she's this she's a captain she's a nautilin here's her backstory He's a human. He's the co-pilot. Here's his backstory. Here's the droid. Here's his backstory. And then I was like, okay. And like my writing process is kind of weird because I'm not really a writer. Um, well, I guess I can't say that anymore. Anyway, beside the point. You are now. Anyway, so I remember I would just take these characters and once I had a good idea of who they were, I would just start writing. So I'd, I'd have like, okay, what do I like? Uh, I don't know. I kind of like in movies when it just throws you in the middle of it. Like, it's a very Star Wars thing. Like, you see stars, and it's all calm, and then you see the blockade runner. You're like, oh, okay, that's kind of crazy. And then you see the Star Destroyer, and you're like, oh, all right. Like, you're just thrown into the middle of it. So I've always loved that as a storytelling device. And so I, love it. I was like, okay, so what if we did, a, uh, I don't know, explosion? What was that all about? And then I just put the characters in my head, and, like, she said, what was that all about? He's like, hey, this isn't my fault. Because yeah, well, next time, double check everything. Well, if it wasn't for the droid, it'd be this fault. And then the droid's like, actually, it's your fault. And I was like, just threw up a script, like, in a couple days. I was just like, wow. I was just like, it was quick. Uh, I just, whatever was in my head, I'm like, all right, now they're going to a different place. Now they're in a cantina. There's a trade ocean in the cantina. Why not? All right, now how's that going to go? Amazing. And before we get Brian too far, is a psycho person. <laughs> <laughs> you want that in a creative person, though. You don't yeah. want, you don't, I you know, especially for. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> it, it certainly worked. Whatever you guys did, I think it absolutely worked. And before we get too far into your creation oh, process, yeah. oh, that's a question. Uh, let the listeners know a little bit about about what like an elevator pitch of the adventures of zolan oh boy um, you take this brian you got this it is about a crew in the outer rim post the fall of the empire trying to survive without breaking their own personal code of honor Love how's it. that that's, pre- that's pretty good i just made that up <laughs> that's kind of close right (laughs) no love it uh, it's lovely i think that that pretty much encompasses it without spoiler stuff (laughs) yeah without spoiling it too much with a shroud of mystery yes of course check it out everyone and our story it doesn't it doesn't use any characters in the star wars universe that already exists like you're not gonna see darth vader or you know whoever it may be um yeah these are all original characters, but mm-hmm. it fits into the Star Wars timeline and into the Star Wars canon. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. If this was an official story, it would fit in a timeline, and everything that happens works with what is already going on in Star Wars, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. We call it canon adjacent. That. It's like, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's like it, it could be. Yeah. These characters I felt could like, very well exist. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like it was not necessary for you to name drop or cameo any known characters. Right. Because the Star Wars universe is so big and expansive mm-hmm. that there are so many more stories to be told. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you guys did. Brian, you were talking about, you know, for these characters, your creation process, you kind yep. of used your experience in D&D. You and I both play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, not in the same campaign, but we both play. Yet. And you sort of thought of it. Yeah. Ooh, I like that intrigue. <laughs> intrigue. Uh, you thought about it in the ways of, 
you know, looking at a character sheet and going, okay, what's their class? What's their race? Mm-hmm. What's their job? What do they do? Please tell me you rolled a D20. You know what? That would have made it easier. <laughs> if you do another one, there you go. Deal. Deal. Bring out your dice. I'm taking and it. do that. So what is that? Talk about a D20. Savannah, yeah. it's a 20-sided dice. Is it a character sheet? Dice. No, it's a, oh man, I'm sorry, guys. It's, I have our camera on just I know for what the that listeners. is, but what do you yeah. mean? You have one. Oh, to roll. Like have 20 options, and then I roll, and then when it lands on, that's the option. I mm-hmm. got you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Whatever. <laughs> We got to get her in a campaign. Yeah. Let's do a I one tried. shot with her in it. I tried. You know what? When we're done recording, remind me to tell you that story. Uh, I'll put that in. Oh I'll put God. that down. No, <laughs> do no, no, I'm serious. Let's do it. You'll have so much fun. That's an off the record thing. I'll tell you how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. I went the D and D route because I love, I'm obsessed with D and D and it just, it made more sense to my brain to it's like a great like when building a character with D, right you roll your stats you pick a race and you pick a class and then you make up a backstory of how they got to where they are now and i was like oh that's just storytelling i could totally do that so that's what i did brian spends a lot of time with himself because he works alone at night it's true and i honestly think he has so much time by himself to yeah. like to yeah. like be different characters in his own head oh if no that makes absolutely sense. Like, true yeah it's I a know condition. you talk to yourself in your head all the time, Brian. I just hundred percent. Oh, listen. So you just brought yeah. those characters to life. I did, <laughs> and now that I've done voiceover, oh man, I'm in the car now. Like I'm gonna try different voices now. I'm like, what is happening? If like, thank God I'm alone in my car every night. I would be institutionalized <laughs> yeah. by the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, no. That's what we all do as actors, where it's like, yeah. how are you gonna prepare for this audition? I'm gonna go home and talk to myself. That's right. For the next few hours. <laughs> That's right. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. It worked. All I'm saying is it worked. <laughs> it's amazing to me. Like I, I cannot write. I'm not. I'm not a writer. Me I'm either. a consumer. And the fact that he wrote such good characters mm. and a an amazing storyline, like Stop it. it's impressive. Oh. It is impressive. Oh. All right, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and like you know, I'm very proud of it. Same. Oh, you should be. Same. It. You should be because you gave. In a single radio drama that isn't forever long, you gave the characters motivation, story arc, and development, which is all I need in a story. <laughs> um, and if you can't, if you if you can't do that, you know, as concisely, you might want to go back to the drawing board and kind of, you know, tweak things here and there to make it flow a little bit better. Yeah. So now you have your characters. You've got a few main characters. Yep. Yeah. Plus, you have your your side characters. And what I like is the way you introduce some of them. And I don't want to spoil too much because I want the listeners to go and check this out. Sure. Which, by the way, if you look at, for the listeners, look at the show notes. And the um, the Adventures of Zolan Dart will be linked. So make sure you click on it and check it out. Sweet. It's available. I know I listen to it on Spotify, but it is available everywhere. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's on like all the podcasting platforms and we have it streaming on uh, the Dorky Diva Show Presents.com and it's on mm-hmm. YouTube as well. Yep. So easy. You, all you have to do is Google. That's it, yeah. All you have there to you do go. is Google it. I don't think and there's that's anything else called Zola and Dart out there. Even though Savannah provided the links, yeah. <laughs> I still Googled. Man, I'm not going to use the link that's conveniently yeah, sent to please. me. I'm, gonna well, I'm glad Google. you Googled it and found it. That means I did my job right. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. The SEO works. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Get it. So you've got your characters. Yep. 
a lot of them, including supplemental characters, yeah. other civilians yeah. to, you know, kind of make the universe a little bit more well-rounded. Yeah. So now that you have these characters on paper, it is time to bring them to life via voices. Yes. Talk a little bit about your uh, casting pro- process. Well, um, it was stressful because uh, <laughs> here's the thing. I, I say I'm not a writer, right? Because I have a feeling that some writers probably have some form of organization or like thinking ahead. I did none of that. As I said, I just put the characters in my head and wrote what happened. And so when I got done uh, to kind of just backpedal a little bit with the writing stuff, I had a writing partner. Uh, his name is Victor Espinosa. He's an author buddy of mine. So my first draft was 35 pages. And I was like, okay. So I sent it to him. And he would just send me questions back like, oh, why did they say that? Why did they do this? What's going on here? So then I would write it again, answering those questions in the text. And by the end, we wrote nine drafts. It took three months to write total. And the final draft was 66 pages. So it over doubled in size, which is why Victor got half a writing credit. Because I was like, you literally, because of this, did that. And uh, what I didn't take into account was those characters need voices. So by the end, we had over 30 characters. And I'm like, why did yeah. I do this? What is wrong with me? <laughs> and Brian will Lesson voice learned. all of them. You know, we did <laughs> We did talk about that. That like, I mean, I could probably do six or seven of these. But like, I. but then I kept thinking like, you know, as an actor, the worst part about being an actor is you got to get permission to do it. You know, you have to get cast, right? So I was like, mm-hmm. I've, I've been, I've been doing this acting stuff for almost seven years now. And I've worked with a lot of really, really incredible actors. And I know a lot of really incredible actors. So I was like, what if I just called my friends? And I was like, wait a second. Hey, you want to do voiceover? Audition for this really quick. And it it took a while. Um, Pie Show took the longest. I'll say that just flat out. Um, mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. my favorite mm-hmm. character. And that's probably why she took the longest. Because I knew exactly what she sounded like in my head. And I did not know anyone that could do it. Can I tell a quick story? Yes. Please. Yes. About Pie Show. So I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit more of the process with the editing in a minute. But basically, uh, Brian and our sound designer, Christina, worked very closely to figure out how everything was going to work and sound and all of that mm-hmm. editing stuff. And every so often, Brian would send me pieces of scenes or a full scene that might not even be completely finished, but just something to give me an idea of where we're at and what we've got. And at one point, he sent me a track of all of our character dialogue recorded and in order by scene, but there were no sound effects. There was nothing other than the dialogue. And at the time, Paisho had not been cast, so all of Paisho's dialogue was empty pieces on the timeline like I, I could there was nothing it was just silence and then and then the next character would talk and then it was silence when Pai Show was supposed to talk again and I had heard uh Catherine who we cast as Pai Show I, I had heard her auditions I knew what she was going to sound like after the fact but I never heard her voice until the thing was done like I yeah. never heard her lines yeah. in the story until <laughs> it was done Um, because it was, it was so down to the wire and I didn't have a new cut of her dialogue in there. So that was a little stressful. (laughs) Um, but one of the lead characters, not you haven't as a producer. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, her auditions were amazing. So I, I, I was not really concerned about it, but just because I was so excited to hear the final story, I really wanted to hear her, Mm -hmm. but no, they kept that from me until the very end. (laughs) 
Yeah. It, it. I mean, it was down to the wire. That whole release I was w- just so stressful. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell it. We haven't told this story on anything, Brian. We haven't. Um, so <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <laughs> so Brian and Christina had worked out a launch date. Yeah. And originally we were hoping to release it around Christmas time. And then we were like, we really need more time. And I was like, I don't care how long it takes. Like you guys take as much time as you need. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had decided on January 22nd. And that's a date that Christina felt very good about. And we were like, all right, girl, we trust you. We know how much work is left, but we trust you. If you think you can finish it by that date, sounds great. I needed the audio file on the 21st by 3 p.m. Pacific to make sure I had enough time to upload it to just all that stuff that I needed to do. Upload it to Libsyn, get it on YouTube, get it on our website, just everything I needed to do. Three o'clock rolls around. Brian calls me. I haven't heard from Christina in two hours. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) And then it's okay. It's fine. But just so you know, five o'clock, five o'clock rolls around. Hey, I heard from Christina. She needs like another hour. And I said, all right, if she needs another hour. We're good. And by the way, I'm not talking bad about Christina here. She is a no, goddess. She's she is incredible. Incredible. She she just wanted to make everything as perfect as it could be. And so she was taking. She's a very more thorough. Time. Very thorough. Mm-hmm. 8 p.m. rolls around. And I'm like, Brian, I'm about to go to bed. I got to have this. Like I go to bed <laughs> at 9 p.m. on the dot. I yeah. need this now. Yep. 9 p.m. rolls around. I don't have it. And I'm like, <laughs> I need this audio file. I don't think I got it until like midnight. Yeah. And I didn't finish uploading it and doing everything I needed to do until yeah. like one or two in the morning. Yeah. Which is fine. It all worked out. But as someone who is very much a type A control freak, <laughs> yeah. I was stressed. I was sweating so much, guys. Yeah. Like, I was Oh, yeah. Sweating. She was like, she was like having hallucinations by the end. And I was like, we're, we're working. We're working. Christina's like, I'm doing levels. And I was like, it's fine. Christina, do what you got to. It's almost there. It was and just, horrible. Just for anybody listening who might not know anything about Brian and I, Brian lives in Florida. I live in Washington State. And our sound designer, Christina, lives in California. Yeah. So we're all communicating on two separate time zones in three different areas, all virtually. We had never been together for any of this project. Everything had been done remotely. Mm -hmm. Um, So while she's working very hard and using every last second to finish what she's doing, clearly she's not checking her phone to answer text messages about like, hey, when are we getting that file? Like she's working on it. (laughs) She's got to focus. So sometimes gaps of time would pass and i'd be like oh my god we haven't heard from her she probably fell asleep at her desk she's probably because she pulled an all-nighter remember she did she worked all night pulled an all-nighter the night before to finish it yeah and yeah so it was down to it was down to the wire at the end there and i was getting so stressed and to be completely transparent i trusted christina through every step of the way yep but at the end there i was just like is it not going to be released? Like, I'm like, we've announced this date everywhere. Everybody knows it's coming out on the 22nd. What if it's not done on the 22nd? And we, thankfully it was done on the 22nd. Everything yep. was fine. It worked. It's fine. But it's fine. It was, it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. 
I can feel Savannah's anxiety as she's telling this story oh, because we have very have similar work style. No, yeah, I, Wendy I and feel I are, like we are two peas in a pod. <laughs> I, I, can, I can feel it where you feel like you can't breathe. You certainly cannot go to sleep because you haven't no. checked that last box off. Yeah. So he, was like, to, he was, was like, go to bed. He was like, go to bed and set an alarm. Be and fine. I was like, no, like I have to stay up. <laughs> yeah. You'll be all right. It'll be the all right. Pacing back and forth. Yeah. yeah. How many Netflix shows did you watch while you're waiting? Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. I I was, but but when I got it, I was like sobbing. I listened to the whole thing all the way through. It was so exciting. Yeah, it was so. She cool. stayed up. I'll never forget that. Yeah, when she got it, she immediately listened to it. Having been eight hours past her bedtime, she was like, oh, <laughs> and I just got pictures. Well, She's let's like, talk great. about that for a second. Her bedtime. Your, your first. Oh. Let's talk about Savannah's bedtime. <laughs> and, Not her, and her on the dot. Before <laughs> you know, honestly, now that we have Brian on the show, Savannah. I, and I have always joked that if we got Brian Uh-oh. in the same space with us, we would talk about your skincare routine. Oh, yeah, totally. You remember? We had talked about yes, this. I, I re- we'll, we'll save that for, for a bonus. I'll tell you right now. There at is the, none. At the, okay, <laughs> yes. Oh, Brian, no. No. Do you at least wash your face with, like, bar soap? What? Bar soap? What? I, I, no. I don't know. Like, whatever you soap know. you use. Actually, you know what? No, I do do something. Yeah. It's, um... Oh man, what's it called? It's my wife. She introduced me to this thing. Um, it's got apricot. There's some apricot thing in it. It's no, like a, he's using the walnut scrub. No, 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 no. It's something else. It's a. It's a. Is it not by Saint Ives? Yes, it's got like no. a. It's got like a peach no. on it or something. I don't no, use it all. Brian, I think I've used that before. Put it away. Put it Is away. Bad? I don't put know. it back in the use closet. It. Guys, listen. Put it. In, put it in the, the mirror basin cabinet. Don't use it. Oh, all right. I mean, I didn't oh say I God. use it it's all the time. Sorry for jumping on you. on your skin. Listen, there's way worse things I've done to it. All right, oh, come on. I told you I don't. I, I told it. you I don't have one, and then I reached for something. And you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> when this we podcast knew- is over, please listen. Um, I didn't say it was a regular thing, product, so we can evaluate it. You know, I wouldn't even say. <laughs> well, that's matter. good. I, no, but that's I've better. Used- that's better. At least it's not a every day I do this. No, listen. That's not even fair to say if it's a monthly thing. Anyway, beside the point, I'm me. <laughs> what do you expect? Imagine if I did have like a huge list. Like, well, I start with water. And that's as far as it goes. He doesn't even know what skincare stuff is next. I don't. Oh, Brian. I don't. <laughs> Savannah said this would happen. Yeah. She said to me. He doesn't know. I don't. Because I don't does have Monique, one. Do, does Monique do anything? Oh yeah, she she's got like skin. she's got like a yeah, she's beautiful everything. Like she's got a <laughs> desk of just stuff. I don't even know what it is. Right. There's bottles. That's there's, who we need to talk to. Yeah. There's yeah. there's <laughs> bottles, plural. I don't know what's in them <laughs> yes. or what they look like. I wash my face Dead. if that's what if that if that counts. I wash my face regularly. Does that does that count? Is that a it's good. Is that a routine? Wash it with. We're, pr- we're proud of you. Water. That doesn't count. What? You're just rinsing your face. <laughs> What's what? Rinse right. and Where wash. Where were we going with this? I don't know. You started this. <laughs> I did. I, it's my it's my fault. Wait, I'll take the is blame. Is rinsing not the same as washing with your face? No. Oh, all right. you want to do a little a like soap. leather? Yeah. Oh, okay. Leather, yeah. With this, with yeah. The type there's of like I got like beard stuff that I use, and then that goes everywhere. Does that? Well, count? that's good. There you go. Okay. Boom. We did it. Is that adequate count? enough? Yeah. All right. Sweet. What if what if the beard? Thank stuff you for is answering worse? our burning question about your daily skincare yeah. routine coincidentally also <laughs> burning um <laughs> yes the power of yes appropriately and. so yeah <laughs> but look the first time that you sat down and once all the stress is over you know mm-hmm. the cast 
you've you've cast yep. your voices. Mm-hmm. You've written out the script. Yep. You've getting you've gotten into the recording and editing process, and mm-hmm. now you're listening. Which part of the podcast, or should I say, the radio drama, mm-hmm. made you go, "Oh my gosh, this is mine. This is ours. We did it." That made you tear up just a little bit. Oh, she, oh she... tear up a little bit. I was <laughs> physically bawling. Cried. <laughs> Honestly, for me, like the whole the whole thing was amazing. And I really love the like chemistry between our main characters, Murph, Raldar, Navsana. I love hearing them joke back and forth together. Mm. I think for me, it was like when it was all over at the very end, we have music playing during the credits and we have a dedication to somebody. And that's when it hit me. I was like, whoa, like we did this and I'm proud of this. And like, my name is on this and I'm okay with that. Like I want to be associated with this. And I mean, it's like when that last music track hits really during the credits when it just like, it was like a wave hit me, you know? Um, But it was neat in the process before the audio drama was released when Brian would send me little clips here and there. Um, Like the first time I heard a scene with him and uh, Navsana, which is voiced by Kayla, I was like, whoa, they're good. Like, (laughs) this is not some rinky-dink fan project. Like, this is studio quality material here. You know, like, not trying to toot my own horn because I clearly did not do this, but (laughs) I feel like this is something even better than, like, what Star Wars has released. Like, not to be rude, Dooku Jedi Lost was amazing, but the adventures of the Zolan Dart is even better, in my opinion. Like, but it's because so much time and care went into this, and Brian cared so much about the story and the characters and the casting, and Christina cares so much about putting it all together. Like, it shows. It shows the amount of work and time and effort that went into it. And I don't know. Like, there's not one specific thing that I heard and was like, wow, we made this. It was just the getting to see it from receiving a 30 page first draft of a script to being like it's done and people are listening to it and they enjoy it like whoa you know it's so cool that's amazing what about for you brian um probably a week after it came out uh because yeah i mean we've had we had so many conversations leading up to it where i was like this is this is my baby you know like i, I it took us a year and a half to make this thing and I was really, really close to it, and I, I cared a lot about it because, you know, I was all over it. So it's one of those things that, like, if somebody says they hate the writer or if they hate the director or if they hate Reldar, that's all me. <laughs> so it wasn't even like there's only one hat I'm wearing. I'm like, there's three angles people get, can get to me at. Um, I just wanted people to like it because, like, I, I'm all about connection and, like, you know, our our I feel like our one of our biggest strengths at the Dorky Diva Show is we disagree agreeably. You know, like mm-hmm. we can rake each other through the coals, but you can tell we love each other at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think fandom really needs that. Um, so with releasing an audio drama, um, where I was one of the main characters, which I had to audition for, I'll, I'll have everyone know. Uh, everyone had to audition for every role. Uh, that was really important to us. Um, 
So I just hoped people liked it, but I know how Star Wars fans can get. So I was like, they could rip this thing to shreds. <laughs> Brian was always very scared of that. Not, yeah. not even scared, but yeah. just apprehensive. Like yeah. that was something he brought up a lot was like, yeah. what if people don't like it? And to yeah. me, I was just like, that's not going to happen because I'm not going to let it happen. Yeah. I know this is too good. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I was never going to give myself credit of, like, oh, this is really good, you know, because you don't know until it's outside of Brian your head. Brian doesn't think anything he does is good. That's, so. that's true. That's true as well. Uh, but it was one of those things where, like, I put so much care into it that I wanted people to like it. And not in, like, a, oh, I hope they like me thing, but more like, I imagine, like, a chef, you know what I mean? Like, when you make food, you want people to enjoy it. Because if they don't enjoy it, you're like, oh all right, I mean, I made a cool cake, but like, eh, it's half the fun is seeing the enjoyment on the person you made it for. And I made this for people. Um, and it was just such a long process of learning and redoing and figuring out how to do this because none of us knew what we were doing. Um, so about a week later when people really liked it, I, I mean, I'm still shocked by it even now. I'm like, oh, oh, right, cool. You did, you did like, you listened to it more than once. That's crazy to me. Um, so it's incredibly humbling, but that seeing the response being overwhelmingly positive, you know, it wasn't even like, oh, this was pretty good. This was all right, which would have been amazing to hear. That's what I was going for was like, oh, this was good. But we got yeah. so much more than that. And I'm like, I don't know how to yeah, process I it. mean, I expected to at least get a couple negative yeah. pieces of feedback. Like and a lot. Really the only the only thing that I think has been said to us was. I think I would have enjoyed more music in this. And that's a conversation that Brian and I had a lot was, should we put music in? What kind of music? How? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there were a lot of reasons for why we didn't put a ton of music in there. But yep. uh, that one concern was something that we had thought about and talked about quite a bit. So I'm like, if that's the only thing you have to dig on, I'm happy. Yeah, you know, pretty like good. pretty good. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Yeah. But yeah, the whole time Brian was like, I hope people like it. And I'm like, they're going to love it. You made it. <laughs> I'm like, that's why they're not going to like it. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's stop. cool. It's really cool, though, to see the response. And It is. It's yeah, a, I'm very proud of it. And like, you know, as divisive as Star Wars can get, even with us, all the new stuff, you know, we're, we're pretty split down the middle of I like this, you don't like this, and it goes back and forth. So like with this being a new Star Wars adjacent thing, I'm like, there's going to be people that hate it. There's going to be people that like it, hopefully. Um, mm -hmm. so that was always on the table of like, this is star Wars, therefore it will be split. So it was cool to put something out there that seemed to, for a little while, bring people together. So that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. Do you feel like the response may be slightly different if you had inserted a couple of existing star Wars characters into the story? I think so. Yeah, probably. Cause then it's like you're shoehorning stuff they'd in. Especially if they been like fan favorite characters. Cause that's tough. Yeah. You're, you're telling a story for something that already exists and people already have a connection to and at least with the characters we were sharing it was your first time meeting them you know and you yeah. didn't have any expectations going into it so i think the response would have been really different had we included especially a main character like luke or whoever maybe ahsoka you know that could have been yeah. extremely divisive because somebody could have been like well you're not telling their character story the way i think they you know their, sure. their story should be told there, there. Well, there is one cameo of a of a character that's pre-existing, and it's at the very end. Reldar mentions Maz because mm -hmm. I like the idea that Maz is like almost as old as Yoda, and she has her, you know, her castle. <laughs> and I was like, that'd be neat if they knew her, because why not? Just yeah. a throwaway line. But yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because people have opinions on those things, you know, and you mm-hmm. have to adhere to things like actually uh, a, a good BTS bit about that, trying to adhere to something um, for forever. I tried to have this exist on planets that we knew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, this is my favorite. <laughs> so, so I spent months trying, like draft after draft after draft. I had the Star Wars Atlas in front of me. I'm like, okay, so it's in the Outer Rim, so we can probably do that planet. But that would work. Ah, oh, nah, the Clone Wars went there, so I couldn't adhere to that. It has to be like a commune planet. That's not going to work because that's more like Kitchen Moidia. Okay. Huh. And I kept going back and forth, and I was like trying to make it fit like a circle through a square peg, and like it would not work. So originally, um, Kermai was going to be Mercana, and I was like, "Oh, Mercana's one that we've only been in the EU before. Okay, I could kind of work with that." I kind of, but then there needed to be a planet near it that they can go get the food to fit the story, and all the planets near it had been gone through in clone wars it was like iego and stuff like that and i was like well that's not gonna work because we've seen that and i don't want to adhere to that so the the last day on the last draft i was like you know what it's kermai and ozog that's what it is they're my planets now here's how it works they're making up inspired new by all kermit the time. and gonzo from the yeah. Muppets. yeah i love kermai that and ozog is kermit <laughs> and gonzo too. yeah i have a kermit puppet and i was like you know what it feels so right kermai kermit gonzo that's what we're doing <laughs> Yeah, I so love it. That's where it landed. Gosh, yeah. I love that these little like tidbits of behind the scenes are my favorite. Oh yeah, there's a bunch. That's <laughs> we need a part two to this yeah. for sure. <laughs> it, was a, it, it was a process <laughs> trying to figure yeah. them out. Yeah. I'm I'm so proud of you guys for doing all the work. No, stop it. You know all the all the writing, all the all the love and the care that went into creating this radio drama. And I was even more proud when I saw it on my Twitter timeline that Nerdist had picked this up and I have their tweet open. The tweet says, why not craft an audio drama set in the Star Wars galaxy? And so the Adventures of the Zolan Dark was born along with an article that they wrote up about it. A rad fan-made Star Wars audio drama goes to the Outer Rim. How did that how did it feel to see? Isn't that, that so cool? I'm, did you? How did you? I'm did still, somebody call you and I'm was like, "Hey, it. did you see this?" I reached out actually to Amy Ratcliffe. Um, nice. And I was like, "Love Amy, her." Yeah, she's amazing. Does Nerdist ever do features on fan projects? You know, because I think Brian and I we have a really small but mighty community of listeners to our yeah. our podcast, They're and I love those people. But I I know that we didn't have the reach that I wanted for the audio drama, and I felt like a lot more people just outside of the circles that we already knew would enjoy the story. So I, I thought of Amy, and I was like, I wonder if she would include us on Nerdist. And I was like, if she says no, I don't care. That's totally fine. Like, maybe they're not even allowed to do that. And immediately, her response was, this is so rad definitely like send me more information and I was like oh my god and I I still didn't think she would do it yeah and then a few days later <laughs> I saw that tweet and I was like oh my god like that yeah. was so cool and she's so nice like when you when you first told me like because we knew what's coming so Savannah was like we're gonna be featured on Nerdist I was like what that's just I mean Nerdist is why I got into podcasting and so it's just a massive thing yeah. on a thing that we Same. made, which is just bonkers. And so when she said they were going to feature us, I was like, okay, it's probably going to be one of those like, check out this Star Wars audio drama, Zolan Dark, click here. Like 
that's what I was expecting. Just like a bumper sticker, yeah. you know. And Amy was Especially so didn't nice. Didn't expect any social posts about it. Yeah. yeah, and it was like on all their that socials, so cool. and and Amy was so nice about it. Like she actually listened to it and had opinions on it. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah, I'm still I'm still reeling yeah. from it. It was really sweet. It's Amy Ratcliffe is a queen uh, for you real. She is. For She's just real. awesome. She's amazing. I, like yeah. just a moment to brag on her. Amy has always been such an advocate for spotlighting other people especially women and like mm-hmm. i just appreciate that so much she's such a great role model to young women and she's just i don't know she's just the best i feel like i could talk about her forever but i really had to give her credit for this because she easily could have been like nah that you know that's not really something we do you know but thanks for reaching out but she took the time to listen to it and got back to us and that was just so sweet yeah I love that. She's I love that for you guys. That's, so happy. You. I was, I geeked out when I saw it. And I think I texted Savannah or I texted Brian. I'm not sure. Maybe both. And I was like, oh my gosh, or something. I don't, I honestly don't remember, but I freaked out. And I certainly ran and told my husband, my friends, the radio drama is featured on Nerdist. He's like, wait, what? Yeah. 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 It was Amazing. so cool. It was neat. Like on the Instagram post, some of my friends were tagging me and I was like, ah, it's mine. <laughs> It's it's surreal. Yeah. I'm like that that came out of my head. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's cool. a weird thing. Yeah. It's it's a lot. That you look back and you're like, we did this. Yeah. I was like, I made these yeah. things up. This is, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. It's wild. You did it. It's yeah. a success. It's high quality. I love the stories. I was super I am super invested in the characters. Like I cared. I was like, this character better not like bite yeah. it at the end <laughs> who's your favorite they better make it to the credits do you have a favorite uh, yeah but it's on the spot. hard to yeah no it's hard to say it's hard to say because it's a more condensed cast right yep. it's not you're not talking about this person on this planet is doing this and it's the rebellion taking down this it's such a condensed story that's a part of the larger universe mm-hmm. so can i i i guess i would honestly it might be the droid. That's Savannah's yeah. too. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> yep, Murph. Just because of the yeah, just because of the the temperament and the the very casual but realistic crew conversations. Because you're gonna butt heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And it was a constant theme all the way till the end. And I was like, yes, this is what I am here for. Yeah. He's so sassy. Like I just he's the best. I love him so much. <laughs> I feel like it's a part of me. I was like, if I wasn't a Star Wars character, I would Same. be a droid. Yeah. That's exactly how I <laughs> yeah. feel. I, I Murph, Murph, Murph and Reldar. Me and Brian. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Amazing. Yeah. And then some of the shady characters too. Be like, hey, hey, you're looking for some spice. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Is this happening? Eyebrow yeah. blades. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed you win your like, first fight or your money back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's gonna say no, no thanks. Well, whatever. Yeah. 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 I based those it's guys like, off oh. of uh, in the intro to. Um, uh, uh, I forget the name of the city. In Hercules, the want to buy a sundial. I was like, oh I'm gonna gosh. have three of these people. <laughs> <laughs> I I loved it. It just made it more real because it that's how it would be. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. honestly how it would be. So I feel like you guys really hit hit it out of the park with your radio drama. Do Thank you, you now have one under your belt? Uh, do you foresee any more radio drama in the future? It does not have to be based in the Star Wars universe. But sure. Now that you have the experience, would you want to do another one? I mean, here's the thing. Like you said, the the responses have been overwhelmingly positive. That feels good. Um, except this did take us a year and a half to make. So it's a lot of work. Uh, but yes. the encouragement definitely 
makes us consider future projects. Um, there you go. We have yeah. a lot more stories to tell. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I do yeah. have to say real quick, I recently sat down and rewatched uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, the Netflix series. And I was Lawless. like, this show is so great. And we know they're not making a season two. And I texted Brian and I was like, yo, let's yep. make season two an audio drama. <laughs> I mean, listen. I'm in. Take my money. <laughs> yeah. I, I think one day that will happen because I'm too passionate about those characters and I need to know what happens to them next. So I'm like, all right, well, we might have to tell this story on our own. I mean, yes. Logan tell does, deep story. Logan does right? a really good Skeksis. Like, it's terrifying. Oh. So I'm just saying. You it never would be know. so cool. You never I'm know. I'm going to put this out in the universe for you guys. Um, when you guys make this radio <laughs> drama, Based on Dark Crystal, mm. I am putting it out in the universe that you can get a cameo from uh, Mark Hamill himself. Oh, you know cool. what? Okay, thanks. I'll, putting it out there. I'll make some calls. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I mean, listen. He can say this one line, right? It takes two seconds. Just really yeah. fast, if you don't mind. Uh, I, I mean, we can't be on this show and not talk about your cameo in the yeah. Zola Oh darts. my gosh! <laughs> you know, I mean, that was one of the coolest parts of the whole audio drama, in my opinion. That was so awesome, Wendy. I love, I love that so you guys much. included different languages yeah. into the the radio drama. When Brian emailed me, he's like, how do you feel about this? I'm like, um, 100%. I hate hearing myself. Same. I'll say that right <laughs> off the bat, but I think that's Same. like 90% of human beings. Uh -huh. yeah. Especially actors. Yeah. <laughs> but I, <laughs> yes, yeah. you're like, I could have done that so much better. Yeah. Like, oh. Should have pushed a little harder. Is that what I sound like? Every take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. No, you know. I sound it. like that. I'll never speak again. Yeah. Thank That's you. That's awesome. You played two characters. I was trying to give you different. Technically. Yeah. Try to give you a little motivation there. I was like, yeah. what What conversation are they having? Yeah, exactly. I could feel it. And you did some translating, which worked as well. Yeah. I mean, you nailed it. It's awesome. Thanks. It was fun. I loved it. I went into inside my closet full of clothes. And I was like, this is going to give him probably the less echo. So yes. <laughs> I sit loved, in my tiny closet. I loved Great. hearing uh, your lines and the other lines from other languages. And I was like, ooh, what do they say? <laughs> and I was yeah. like, Brian, tell me what they just said. <laughs> did you tell her? I did. I was yeah, like, what did. the hell? <laughs> no, she thought I swam hola, you know. <laughs> like pretending I knew how to speak these languages. I, for like three days after the Spanish one, I just walked around my kitchen being like, ay, tu sabes. Ay, tu sabes. Cubo. Cubo, ay, tu sabes. <laughs> it's cool, though. I, I know a couple people have picked up on the, the French one and the Spanish one. Yeah. I don't know if anyone has picked up on the one that you did, Wendy. I don't think but so. But I think eventually somebody will hear that and be like, ah! I can't <laughs> you know? Oh, what she do? Don't <laughs> mess with that one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I I did do a podcast, um, and the, the guy put as his name is... Uh, El Gato de Lothal. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. I yeah. see what you're doing there, my friend. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it was I awesome. love that. Awesome. Uh, this has been so much fun. We, I feel like we definitely need a part two. Done. Oh, or, yeah. Or, or something to talk about. I mean, we got to figure out the third arm situation still. <laughs> For I'm still sticking to the, the back. The third arm, the skincare situation. We've yeah. got a lot of ground to cover. Sheesh. We'll just have a debate. We'll come to yeah. the next episode with like a, a prepared uh, argument, argument defending where the third, the third arm. arm should be. Okay. You know? Okay. There you go. I feel like I'm prepared for this right now. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be show notes, guys. Listen, pat yourself on the back, friends. 
<laughs> with your third arm. There you go. <laughs> Easily done. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> well, before you guys go, we've got some quick fire questions because we're all Ooh, Star Wars right. fan here. Uh-huh. So um, you guys can just shout it out. Oh, okay. Your favorite Star Wars movie. Episode three. Rogue One. Wait, Ooh. can I go Mine first, too, Brian? Rogue One. Let's do it where I go first and then you go. Okay. She said well, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Here we go. Uh, okay. Take two. Right. Favorite Star Wars movie. Rogue One. Episode three. Favorite Star Wars quote. Never tell me the odds. Your focus determines your reality. Favorite Star Wars character. Cad Bane. Qui-Gon Jinn. If you could have any item from the Star Wars universe, what would it be? Han Solo's blaster. Qui-Gon's lightsaber. Nice. Come on. So, (laughs) you ignite your lightsaber. What color is it? Purple. Green. And finally, cutest creature character, cu- cutest, so start that over now, <laughs> cutest creature or character in Star Wars. Ooh. I'm going to give two. Yeah. Okay. This is actually kind of tough. Obviously, Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Grogu. I don't okay. like that name. Okay. But. I like the name. See? I think if a if I could see a little baby puffer pig, that would win. Oh. Oh. Okay. So cute. Yeah. Huh. Little pygmy puffer pig, right? It'd be so cute. Ooh. Um, I might have to go with porgs on this one. I really like porgs. I think they're cute. There's no wow. wrong answer when it comes to cutest creature. You in know, Star Wars. I mean, I thought Boga's pretty cute, but in like I a saw, really cool. I saw fan art one time of like a little baby loth wolf, and it was so cute. I have it saved okay. on my Twitter. I'll send it to you later, yeah. Wendy. So yes, cute. please. Mm. Cute. Little yeah. baby loth wolf. Um, I, yeah, hmm. A baby Ewok is pretty cute, though. Cute mm. and deadly. Little basket, you, you know, before it becomes a full-grown <laughs> murder bear. <laughs> oh, my God, that's cute. You know? <laughs> that is cute. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with porgs. I like porgs a lot. They're cute little puffin things. I love it. Yeah. And hey, since this is, you know, an entire episode dedicated to you guys and your success on your radio drama, tips and advice for anyone out there who is looking to create their own. It's a lot of work. Oh, man. (laughs) I think my piece of advice would be to to really do your research and plan how you're going to do all of the steps. Because that was something Brian and I didn't know right off the bat. We obviously knew we needed a script. We knew we needed to cast. But uh, one of our biggest problems was figuring out how the editing process would work. Mm-hmm. And The work pipeline. I think if we had maybe, and it's hard because not a lot of people have made audio dramas. But if we had had somebody to talk to saying like, hey, what have you learned? How can I learn from your mistakes? That would have helped. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Brian and I are pretty approachable people hopefully we're not intimidating but if anybody ever wants to make one like just we'd be happy to share our experiences because we we'll learned a every lot. pitfall <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah uh number one don't write a script with 30 characters um <laughs> pretty good pretty good one um you know so things that i would do differently i would not write a script with 30 characters um i would make the story well actually i think the story's pretty good the thing is, with the, like you mentioned with the cast, right? So like you can, I can tell, I, I feel like the average person can tell when you have actors and when you have like your neighbor, right? 
And sometimes, hopefully, they're the same thing, and that helps a lot. That's where I got lucky because I knew a lot of actors. But look around, get help as much as you can. Like, ask your friends to do things. Don't try to do it by yourself um, because it's a lot of work. There's a lot of learning that we had to do. Like, if we made another one, it would not take us a year and a half. I'll tell you that much. So much of it was like, oh, we did that wrong. Got to go back. Um, so know what your story is. Tell your story. You know what? That's that's the biggest advice. Don't tell what you think other people want to hear. Don't try to fit it into something like, oh, well, I'm going to do this because it's just going to be scrutinized anyway. Like, tell your story. Whatever you want to do, tell what you find interesting. Because at no point when I was writing did I think about anyone else, what they would think about it. I just told a story that was in my head and then just kind of went with it. And people seemed to like it. So mm -hmm. I... For anyone who wants to make an audio drama, first off, make what you want to make because you're going to spend a lot of time learning and messing up and figuring it out. Reach out well, for help. You're going to have to love it because you're going to be spending a lot of time with a it. So make sure you love your story. You love your characters. Yeah. You're going to be with them for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And like you, you don't have to do it by yourself. We find that like a, the, the Star Wars fandom can be a really cool place sometimes. And so like people want to get involved. Like, I don't know. I have, I have a lot of stuff about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just tell your story. I guess that's the most important part. Don't tell what mm -hmm. you think people want to hear. Don't be like, oh, I think this would be a cool thing with these other people. Like, tell it because you want to tell it, you know? And that goes with, like, that. anyone telling a story. Tell your story. 100%. Yeah. I co-sign. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. Sound advice for anybody who's looking to kind of venture into creating your own radio drama. Don't be afraid. Jump in. It's going to be okay. Mistakes yeah. will be made. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's going to happen. And hire and Christina Morse. That's another great She's advice. <laughs> hire Brian, Brian, and Savannah to direct, write, and produce your podcast. I mean, and radio dramas. You know, that's your answer. The short answer. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's what that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Direct you to Christina Morse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the backbone of the entire production. Yeah, amazing. Mm -hmm. You guys, it was lovely chatting with you about your radio drama, about you, about our skincare, our non-existent. Skincare yep. routine, yep. I guess. Who I'll needs say. it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Who needs it? As Savannah and I have 50 million bottles sitting I know. on our vanity. Well, I know. Listen. I have so many things I have to tell you about after this podcast. Because <laughs> I've discovered <laughs> I can't wait. There's a reason two out of three of us are considered beautiful. Listen. All right. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Where can everybody find you guys on social media? Uh, you can find me everywhere at The Dorky Diva. My blog is thedorkydiva.com, and that's kind of where you can find links to everything that Brian and I do and that I do. So you can find uh, the audio drama there, The Working Diva, The Dorky Diva Show. But if you are looking specifically for the audio drama, I would recommend going to thedorkydivashowpresents.com because you can listen to it there. You can also read... Um, a little bit more about the different characters and see some artwork of them to kind of piece together, you know, mental picture with what you're hearing in our story. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Brian? Uh, you find me at brianbalance.com. Uh, I'm getting better at this part. Balance uh, with two L's. Balance with two L's, you know, more balanced. Uh, and I'm at Jedi Brian everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Um the interesting podcast is found everywhere that podcasts are found. Also, brianbalance.com. Wendy and Savannah are both previous guests. Incredible episodes with incredible women. Um, uh, I was in a short film called Blisters recently that's doing the festival circuit, which is pretty cool. I'm really proud of that as well. And um, that's it. Right? Yay. Perfect. Well Thanks. done. And yeah. everything you guys just mentioned will be linked 
in the description of the podcast so they don't have to go very far. They don't have to Google unless they want to. Yeah, exactly. It's we're we're findable. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you'd want to after this, but we're around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all your third arm oh, commentary. Gosh. Comment below. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone that Savannah's over it. She she doesn't want to talk about the third arm anymore. We need to know. Anyone that left side. Back. It's the back. It's the way to go. We're gonna do a Dork and Diva show about this. We we have to hash it out there. Poor Wendy. You don't need to hear all this. I know. Listen, she I I will tune in. Right? Thank (laughs) you. I knew what I was getting myself into. That's right, yeah. (laughs) You did this. I did this myself. That's right. Yeah. Oh boy. (laughs) And with that, you guys, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about Basically everything having to do with Soul and Dart. I love it. Please come back soon. We'll talk about whatever the next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. As mentioned before, you can find Savannah and Brian's work and social linked in the show description, as well as the adventures of the Zolan Dart. Thank you so much for tuning in. The Geek and Glitter podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you download podcasts. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail on Anchor, we can listen to and play it back on a future episode and answer your questions. And of course, you can also email us at geekandglitter at gmail.com with any of your questions as well. Don't forget to follow Geek and Glitter on Instagram and Twitter, just at Geek and Glitter or the website www.geekandglitter.com. And tune in next time for more Geek and Glitter.